Hey guys, happy Monday. Welcome to episode 14 with your host, M. Hope you guys are doing good. Hope you guys have been smoking good. Hope you've been enjoying the podcast. Um, I thought today that we would talk a little bit about a little bit about hemp just because I feel like people think it's just like oh another part of the plant, but they don't realize what else it can be used for, like what other good uses it has. Um, but of course, before we get into that, we're taking a bong rip, guys. So get ready, get your joint, blunt, rig, whatever you got. I can't think of things right now, because to be honest, I just took a fat rip. But we're going to take another, because we have to take one together. It's tradition, and yes, I can say tradition, because this is episode 14. We've been doing this for 14 weeks, guys. I can't believe it. Fucking awesome. Okay. I'm cleaning the bowl right now because we don't want any resin. I just like take a little pick and literally just go around the inside of the bowl and just scrape whatever's there. Okay. Let me pack this shit up. Hope you guys have been enjoying all the episodes. Um, If you hate them, please don't tell me because I'll cry. If you love them, please tell me because I'll also cry. Because, like, happy tears, you know? Okay, cheers, guys. Let's take this rip and get into a little bit of hemp. I'm ready for this fucking rip. It's a little bit fucked, but it's gonna go good. Cheers. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Definitely needs some water. Okay, anyone not know what hemp is? Anyone, anyone, I don't see any hands raised. In case you're too shy to raise your hand and ask, I will tell you. Okay, so it says here, according to Google, the exact definition of hemp is, it says hemp or industrial hemp is a botanical class of cannabis sativa cultivars grown specifically for industrial or medicinal use. It can be used to make a wide range of products along with bamboo. Hemp is among the fastest growing plants on earth. Okay, so you're not going to go buy some hemp and be like, yeah, I'm going to get fucking zooted. It's just that's just not going to happen. Um, but hopefully you understand what it is now. It's just, you know, another part of the plant. Like, you know, you have all different types of the plant, not just you're not just getting THC from the plant. Some people might think that and that's OK if you think that. But I'm here to let you know there is not only THC in your weed like, OK, in your weed plant. You know what I mean? Okay, so we're kind of just going to do like a little brief history of the hemp um, starting way back when it was like founded, if you will. Um, so it's been used all across the world for paper, fabrics, and medicine as well. Um, <clears throat> it was one of the first cultivated fiber plants with an archaeological record and its use was all the way back to 10,000 BC in northern China. Um, so they were using it to put like rope imprints on pottery. That's like what they found from 10,000 BC, I guess, if you will. It states that, um, the artifacts they found that had hemp in them were like bowstrings that were used by archers in battle. And it also had records of cannabis used as medicine by the father of Chinese medicine, which was in 2700 BC. So a couple... uh, years off from when it was first founded in 10,000 BC, but still a long fucking time ago. 
the earliest dictionary that they have found in ancient China that had like agricultural, social content, and cultural stuff in it was um, between the years of 221 BC and 207 BC, as well as 206 BC to 24 AD during those two different dynasties. Dynasties. Um, in this book, though, they talked about how they had discovered the hemp plant's sexuality. So it would be talking about <clears throat> the male hemp plant versus the female hemp plant. Kind of like cannabis, you have the male and the female. Only one of them is going to get you high when you're talking about cannabis. They also talked about what the hemp plant was used for. They described it as strong, soft, and able to spin into cloth. And they could use the plant seeds for food. There have been um, graves found in ancient China dating back to the fir- all the way back to the first century, and they have found um, fragments of paper in there that contain hemp fibers. And the paper, that paper that I found, it was made by crushing up the hemp fiber and using a mulberry tree bark and making that into a pulp. And then they would mix that into a large um, like tank of water. And the tangled fibers rose to the top of the water and they then they took those out and they put them into a mold. And after that, they would dry all that. The fibers were made into sheets and formed into paper because they could just write on them after. And that reminds me of when you make your own paper. I don't know what the fuck it's called. But like it's in like literally like a square and there's like a netting on it and you like put like whatever the fuck in there and it makes a piece of paper and you can make it how, look however you want. So the people who invented like the paper making idea, they tried to keep it a secret. They kept it a secret for many, many centuries. But in Japan in the 5th century and from Chinese prisoners in the 9th century. And then after that, the technology reached the Arab countries. Um, So it's been a long process for from like where it's come to where it is now. Although they were just using hemp paper back then, now um, you can still make paper out of hemp, but the industry has developed like an infrastructure for the wood and the feedstock and the production cost for hemp paper is a lot higher than it was obviously. And the demand is a lot lower because it's a lot more expensive. Um, But I'm sure if you guys wanted that, you could go find some hemp paper somewhere. There was also a lot of use with um, hemp and fabric in ancient China. They used the male plant for that. They would spin it into yarn and then they would take that and weave it into cloth. And it wasn't until cotton was introduced to China um, in the Northern Song Dynasty, which was 960 AD to 1121 AD. Hemp was the dominant cloth throughout society. So they used it for a while, but eventually they found cotton and started to use that more. Depending on what dynasty it was, it looks like they were using the hemp for different things. Um, So it looks like they used it um, at that time for like rope and burial cloths. But then it looks like in 1100 BC to 771 BC, they were using it for shoes, hats, and robes that they were using from the high quality hemp that they had. Obviously, it was developed into an industrial crop in China, and then it was, um, after all that, hemp was introduced to Europe along with the Silk Road, where it was traded in the Mediterranean countries and all throughout the Middle Ages, and then in the 16th century, it reached Chile, and then after that, it later later traveled to North America, and now hemp is grown around the world. Um, 
because it has a year-round crop that grows quickly and you can do it in like easy temperature climates and you don't need to like excessively fertilize or put chemicals or pesticides or irrigation with it. The peak time for hemp use was in the 18th century after the industrial revolution um, because they had the development of the cotton gin along with the industrialized agribusiness and any other materials that they had favored for fabric and paper. Hemp is still very versatile and strong um, but I don't know if you've ever like seen hemp things like backpacks or like they make um those jacket things but it's very different than just regular cotton in 850 850 i don't know how i should say that i feel like 850 sounds better than in 850 but i guess we do say 2003 850. Okay, so in 850s, the Vikings brought hemp into Iceland, and then after that, um, it was used in farms in England, and if you were not growing that and you were a farmer, you got fined by King Henry VI, um, and then the colonizing Portuguese brought hemp into Brazil in the 1500s, and that was first documented, um, the first documented instance of hemp in the New World. And then in 1606, hemp was brought to Jamestown in North America by English settlers. And at the time, it was grown to use for ropes, sails, and their clothing. Um, the earlier laws in the 1700s required farmers to grow hemp throughout the British colonies. And the U.S. founders wrote Declaration of Independence drafts on hemp paper. And Abraham Lincoln also used hemp oil in his lamps in 1850. In 1916, the United States Department of Agriculture, the USDA, published a study about the value of hemp, and it stated that hemp provides four times more cellulosis fiber per acre than trees do. And then in 1937, the Marijuana Tax Act was the first restriction on hemp and, you know, other other cannabis um, plants, obviously. This was the first roadblock to stand in the way of the hemp production. Um, it says the dire circumstances created by World War II led to a brief resurgence of domestic hemp cultivation. The USDA introduced the Hemp for Victory campaign, encouraging farmers to grow hemp so as to domestically grow the raw materials for rope and canvas. And since the U.S. could not source it from Asia, while they had like this program or whatever you want to call it going on the hemp was farmed on 150,000 acres per year and after world war ii ended hemp was grown very spottily until about 1957 and that was the year the u.s saw the last commercial production of hemp in 1970 the controlled substance act that listed marijuana as a schedule one narcotic made no distinction between marijuana and hemp dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. For almost 28 years, the regulation on hemp and marijuana continued with full force until 1998. In that year, year, hemp seed and oil were imported as edible and food products. The seed and fiber of the hemp plant was exempted from the definition of marijuana, and those products could be imported and sold here in the United States. Like, they're literally not even the same thing. Actually so fucking dumb. Um, it says hemp started to catch on in the organic market as an edible and in the fiber and textile markets. Then the Canadian government legalized hemp production as well in 1998 and the farmers in North Dakota and Minnesota began to wonder why their neighbors across the border could grow hemp and they could not. The farmers in Kentucky were desperate to find a crop that could replace tobacco and they pushed for the legalization of hemp in the United States. 
In 2014, the Farm Bill allows state departments of agriculture and institutions of higher education to administer pilot programs to research the production and marketing of hemp. Like, they're acting like you're, it's like the worst thing ever. Um, hemp was fully legalized by the 2018 Farm Bill Amendment. That, that took a long time. The act removed hemp from the Controlled Substance Act. It allowed hemp to freely move throughout the nation, even those states that prohibit its cultivation in their border. It also gave tribes to the rights to regulate hemp on their own land. After all the legal issues and whatever policy shit they had to deal with, the they said the future of hemp looks bright, even though there are still challenges in the industry of markets and manufacturing infrastructure undeveloped. Supply and demand swings wildly and prices unpredictable. It can be a tough sell for farmers to take a chance on a risky crop. That made the CBD craze initially entice many growers. In 2019, there was there were 500,000 acres grown in the U.S., which was which was when the price of CBD oil was at the peak. Um, I feel like that makes sense because like back in that time, like I feel like CBD was like a really big thing and people were like really into it. It said the overproduction then led to the steep decline in the price of CBD. As a result, only 336,000 acres were grown in 2020 and even less in 2021. In the United States, each state is allowed to administer a commercial hemp program, which has to follow the rules defined by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. In Florida, they passed a pilot project law in 2017 and a commercialization law in 2019. And in Florida, the farmers are allowed to issue licenses through the Florida Department of Agricultural and Consumer Services. Other state and federal programs, such as a crop insurance and production loans, are increasing in availability. Enthusiasm for hemp cultivation has resulted from the change in legal status, but the markets remain unstable as regulations and industry efforts continue to, to develop nationwide. In modern cultivation, hemp crops are grown for fiber, seeds, and for flowers rich in cannabinoids other than THC, such as CBD. The products resulting from these various cropping systems, ranging from specialty papers to CBD products. Since today's episode was kind of more just like about the hemp history so you guys could know more about the plant, I think we're going to keep it pretty short today because I don't want you guys to start hating me and get bored with like because you think I'm giving you a history history lesson, but I just think that everyone should know all about the plant you're smoking. You know, you don't, it's not good to know, not know anything about what you're using or, I mean, you're probably not smoking hemp, but you guys know what I mean. Like, whatever. We're just going to take a bong rip and we're going to end the episode a little bit early today. Hope you guys don't mind, but let's take another another rip together and then i think i'm gonna go get a snack i went to Publix today and i got so many good things i got really really fucking good cantaloupe and the grapes look fucking delicious sometimes most of the time actually the grapes at the Publix i go to are really bad i like a really hard crunchy grape and they've just they've not been good um so i found some i'm really excited about those i also found some radishes that were like pre-cut and like the ruffle like looks like a ruffle chip and I thought that was super cute and I didn't I don't like to cut radishes myself they're so small and I don't want to cut myself um so I got those and they were so fucking spicy so I only ate like three of those before I had to eat something else and get the taste out of my mouth because it was way too intense for me okay I just packed a baby rib so hope you guys were doing that as well cheers
that was nice. A little baby rip is is good sometimes. Um, don't forget to drink water. Stay hydrated. I hope you guys have a good day and rest of the week. And hope you stay suited as fuck. Thank you so much for listening today. And thank you for listening every time that you listen.